A reading from Matthew 9, 27-34. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him, and he asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him all over that region. While they were going out, a man who was demon-possessed and could not talk was brought to Jesus. And when the demon was driven out, the man who had been mute spoke. The crowd was amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, It is by the prince of demons that he drives out demons. My title for uh, this uh, passage is, Do You Believe? Uh, There's one passage in the Bible where a father who has a... um, a sick son, somebody that's suffering diseases, almost like they, they're possessed. And Jesus intervenes and, and cures the child. And ultimately the man says, Jesus says the same thing, do you believe? But the man says, help me to overcome my unbelief, my unbelief. Now, I have been on this earth for quite some time, and I don't know if I've ever met anybody that's filled with unbelief, but they are filled with all kinds of beliefs that basically they hmm. they stake their life on. But here we're we're talking about Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is it is said elsewhere many times, do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe that I am the son of God, that I came down to rescue mankind, womankind, all kinds of people from their sins and giving them a passage into uh, eternal light through the forgiveness of sins and 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 taking on all the sins of the world on himself. Do you believe? I think uh, to come to a belief in Jesus Christ. This is my own experience. It's totally transformational. If you want to be a different person and you're not satisfied with who you are, knock on Jesus's door. But it's no good if you still believe in all these other things that are thrown our way, whether it's our cars, our houses, our jobs, our schools, all of these things we we parcel out and give little beliefs in. But with Jesus, it's a big deal for it because it's about eternity. Wow, I appreciate that. I think when I read this text, one of the things that stands out to me is you have some people who are now able to be to see, you know, they're sighted. Um, and then we have the Pharisees who may have physical seeing, but are mm. not seeing who Jesus really is. In fact, they seem blind to it. And they're even 
reaching for anything to explain how he has this power uh, to change and make things different. And I'm struck by Jesus' compassion on the blind and on the mute and how he really wants to pour out his power to bring healing. Um, but in light of that, it makes sort of the disbelief of the Pharisees even more stark that they didn't have that compassion. Um, but that whole issue of would Satan drive himself out? No, you know, that Jesus refers to that later in his text. And what he says really is that the fruit is proving his ministry, that this is restoring and uh, healing and bringing people back to life. I think you guys have both said uh, really wise things. And I'm just thinking about like a practical takeaway for our listeners out there. And um, the one that comes to my mind is, Lord, let me see as well. Like Pastor Heather, you were saying, these guys were physically blind. Now they see. But by the end of this story, the Pharisees are still spiritually blind. They're so blind, they think Jesus is operating in the demonic realm. That's really blind. So it's like, Lord, I have physical sight, but please open the eyes of my heart to see you who, for who you really are, to see myself for who I really am, to see the world around me. Come, Jesus, uh, today and open my eyes so that I don't want to be blind in any way. Heather said something that uh, caught my attention in that I, I see this running throughout the entire Bible. Actually, this blindness is not just a physical blindness. It's the blindness to the truth that separates people from Christ. Uh, and so many times, like the interrogators, the friends of Job, sitting around and coming up with, well, the reason you're suffering uh, is because you weren't, didn't share this with your neighbor or you didn't do that. And it goes on for chapter after chapter of them giving these spurious reasons why he is suffering. They have no way of knowing why he's suffering. And in a way, they become not his friends, but his enemies because they increase his suffering by their explanations. And it's just so uh, all over the place. You, can, you can't run into somebody who doesn't have a, uh, unless they're kind of a saint that um, is not filled with all these beliefs that, uh, beliefs that actually separate them from the love of God. And it's very, uh, it's like an epidemic in our own culture, in our, even in our own neighborhood. 